Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 31 of Missed Conceptions, the pin-ultimate episode of season one. I'm your host, David White. And for those of you that don't know, I mean, because it took me a long time to figure this out, pin-ultimate means second to last. So, welcome to Misconception episode 31, the second to last episode of season one. Anyways, so I'm very excited to announce that we have hit our first goal on Patreon of $150 a month. This means that Misconceptions can pay for its own hosting fee on SoundCloud. Uh, We can also start putting money away to getting new equipment. Uh, I'm personally thinking about getting some sound-canceling headphones so I can kind of, you know, focus a little better on how everybody sounds on mic to hopefully improve our sound quality. Um, but anyways, yeah, this is this is great. Uh, I'm super excited about it. We we all are. So we, uh, we were actually together whenever we, you know, got over the $150 mark. So, I mean, we were all together and we all celebrated a little bit. So that was great. Um, and I know we did just hit our goal. I am excited about that. But I'm going to keep pushing for our second goal. Uh, It's quite a bit higher than $150 a month. It is $600 a month, which if you have been listening to the show before now, you know that Jaime is going to be moving away back home, which is seven hours away from the rest of the crew. We want to keep recording, but of course we do not want to switch to Skype because we love playing at the same table together. We think our energy is better when we play at a table together. Also, Jaime gets really distracted, so if he's on the other side of a computer screen, I think I see him zoning out of what's going on with the main story. So, at $600 a month, we can pay for gas every month to drive, you know, four, three hours, whatever, to meet up somewhere in the middle between our two cities to record. Uh, And this would also pay for, like, meals and stuff, because, I mean, we'd have to eat out. Uh, Anyways... If you have not pledged on Patreon yet, we beg that you do. Right now on Patreon, we only have 14 patrons. Uh, That's not a lot, but even still, we still hit our first goal. Uh, So if those of you that listen to the show and have not supported us on Patreon yet, if you could go do $1 a month, that's it. $1, $2, whatever you can afford, um, it would really help us out. Um, in fact, here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to make a challenge. If we can get to, oh, let's say 25 patrons on Patreon. If we can get to 25 patrons on Patreon by the end of July, that is July 31st, um, I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll do something special. Um, I kind of have an idea of what I would like to post, um, to, you know, give you a little reward. Um, but I don't know. What what about y'all? Uh, I would like to hear what. <laughs> I mean, this might be a little dangerous, but what is a reward you would like to see us do if we got to uh, twenty five patrons a month? Um, you know, go to Facebook, comment, YouTube, comment, Twitter, tweet, uh, all that good stuff. Like I said, I have an idea, uh, but if someone has a better idea, I might we might do that. So, anyways, help us on Patreon. Now, I would like to give a Patreon shout-out. Actually, I would like to give two Patreon shout-outs to the two people that helped us get over $150 a month. The first one goes out to Christian Razor, and you might recognize Christian. He's a friend of the show. He was the voice of Mohammed, the bear lawyer, and Eddie from our OVA episode. So, Christian, thank you so much for helping us get over that $150 a month limit. 
and then also to Betty Haley, my mother-in-law, Carrie's mom. Uh, thank you so much, Betty, for pledging. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you could figure out how to and we could help you do that. Uh, and Carrie's father would like us to know that one of those dollars is his. So, Bob and Betty, thank you so much for pledging and helping us on Patreon. I would also like to give an iTunes shout-out to Mr. Mr. is capitalized, M-R, and then space, Savage Panda, one word. I don't know if there's anything significant about how it's spelled. I don't know if there's anything significant about how it's spelled. But, Mr. Savage Panda, thank you for your review on iTunes. We are very flattered that you uh, put us and rank us in the top ten actual plays. Because uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of great actual plays out there. So, thank you so much uh, for that review and uh, we are very honored to be in your top 10 list. All right, with uh, all those announcements out of the way, it is time for us to get to our penultimate, second to last, episode of season one. just have no words for last night I called her asking for a favor and yeah it just got real intense real quick and I just sat there and said yeah I'll just not say anything about it and then now I have to deal with it this morning what I mean what am I even gonna say to her there's nothing really to say to her at all but I need to say something because obviously there's something to be said and then she just up and left, so I don't know what that was about. And then me and Faye had some weird endearing moment, which was weird, strange, and I hope those never happen again. So it's a start to a good day. It'll be uh, interesting. So it's like morning right now? Yeah. I was going to do the establishment shot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Thank you. So you're, wait, you're, we're giving you the establishing, you're doing. I was. Okay, so. Yeah. Whatever. If you want to do it, yeah, like me, I'm opening the door to walk in right now. Do you want me to say something or are you going to establish the shot? Oh, sure, go ahead. No, like you're, so the opening shot is you opening the door and walking in? Yeah. Okay, go ahead and describe it. All right, so it is bright and early. Uh, Bill walks in the front door. You hear a little jingle. Can you hear that? Ding-ling. Okay. Uh, oh, good morning, everyone. And Bill's holding a taco and a cup of coffee. There's a taco truck that pulled up outside. Uh, looked a lot more comfortable than the SUV, but, you know, did the trick. So, yeah, if y'all are hungry, you don't want to bear Rin's terrible selection of disgusting food. You can go grab yourself something. Oh, great. Um, I have to get to work. I'll call a cab on the way down. Bye, guys. And Faye hobbles out. While Bill was... Still wearing, like, the elegant dress from last night's gala? Okay. While Bill was, like, talking, he was, like, using his hands, and Esther reached up and grabbed his coffee and took a sip and handed it back. Oh, all right. Uh, Do you want me to go get you some? Uh, Nope, I'm good. Okay. Ren, do you want anything? You know what? 
I don't want anything that your scummy hands have touched. So I'll just take my Insta Coffee and my Hot Pocket. So thank you. I place my hand on Ren's face. <laughs> Guess you don't want your face then. <laughs> just walks off. <laughs> Being super mature. Oh, no, no. <laughs> okay. So, um,. Where is everybody going? You got a cab to work. Rin, you, uh, you, I mean, I guess you're staying at your office because that's where you are. Uh, Esther, Bill, what are you doing? Oh, Bill, you, uh, as you are touching Rin in the face and saying, I guess you don't want your face, uh, you get a text on your phone. Uh, very nice. It is from Jeremiah, uh, and it says, I have a package that you need to pick up in the south part of the park. Get it? Bring it to me. Okay. The one letter response. Okay. So, Bill, Esther, where are you doing? Do you want me to drive you to your bar? Or do you want to go to the hospital? Or... I mean, I just need a change of clothes. So the mall... Esther just kind of glares at him. All right, I'll get the car ready. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get a ride to uh, Faye's apartment because that's where her stuff has been recently. Okay. She's not going to the bar in her dress. Okay. So you go get a change of clothes. Um and then you go to you the bar. Definitely no, have a key too. I don't get a change of clothes. I change clothes. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, so you change clothes. Do you? Does he drop you off and then drive himself to the park? I mean, has he told me that he's going to the park? No. Also, think, where is your car? That's what I, I think my car's at the bar. Because we met up there last. I don't think it was destroyed. Yeah, it's at the it's at the bar because we drove to the bar and then left in her. I see. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'll just take her to the bar. I just don't want to really say where I'm going. Okay. We don't talk on the drive to the bar. <laughs> okay. Just listen to music. Okay. It's, I notice it's getting quiet, so I just turn it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My milkshake brings all the bars <laughs> to the yard, and they're like. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, you all do your uh, daily routine activities, and I need everyone to leave the table except for Tessa. Season finale time. A shot rings out. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya. Okay. Hello, Maggie. So, um, you've gone through your day, uh, everything like that. You head back uh, to your apartment. Um, Esther's not back yet. You know, she must be doing something at the, uh, at the bar. Um, you go, what, what do you do, like, after work? What do we see you do? Um, first I go in and change because I wore my dress all day long. I just grabbed a jacket that I had at school and put it on. Um, so I change and then I, like, knees... To just sit on the couch and, like, watch a show and just kind of binge watch for a little bit. Okay. Um, As you're watching the show, you hear a at the door. I answer it. Okay. You see a 
a lady standing in the door. Um, she has uh, like cargo pants, uh, boots, a uh, a jacket, um, kind of short uh, crop cut hair. I don't know what you would call it. Not pixie cut, but like short hair. Um, but she looks at you and gives a smile. She says, "Hey, I uh, I moved in to the the room down the hall and." I don't have any light bulbs. Do you have any I could borrow or anything? Um, yeah, of course. Wait right there. And sure, Faye sure. shuts the door, goes and grabs some, comes back. Okay. Um, you open the door. Uh, she reaches out, takes the, the box or whatever. Um, hi, my name's, uh, my name's Jessie. Um, she kind of looks around. I oh, love what you've done with the place. There's a lot of plants. Yeah, I am. I'm a big environmentalist. It's kind of my thing. Cool, cool. Um, mind if I come and like look around? I just need an idea for how to set up my apartment. She hesitates. Yeah, I mean it, it's kind of messy, um, but sure. <laughs> Girl, I have boxes and boxes. You don't even know. <laughs> I understand. Moving is not pleasant. Okay. So she walks in, kind of looks around. Nice, nice. Okay, so yeah, on the couch, facing the windows. Got this whole entertainment thing. She, like, looks down the hall. Okay. Got the bathroom there. Cool, cool. Um, she kind of looks around for a little bit more. Um, I'm... I'm so thirsty. Do you have anything to drink? Yeah, of course. What would you like? I have water, um, bottle of wine. Water's fine, yeah. Okay. She pours her glass. Okay. So as you are getting the, uh, like, the glass and, like, I guess going to the refrigerator to fill it up, you, um, like, see in the reflection of the mirror, or not the reflection, but, like, the steel-stained surface, Mm -hmm. you see her set the light bulbs down and start to take off her jacket. And as she does, you see that she's wearing like this tank top. And all along her her arm is this dragon tattoo that goes all the way up to her chin. Um, it kind of stops there. It was like stop or hidden by the collar. Um, and so as you're pouring this water, you see her reach back with her hand and you see the glow come off of her arm and she lashes out at you. Go ahead and roll face danger. Um. Okay, I am going to... um, As soon as I see her, like, starting to twist, and I can tell she's, like, going for something, I'm going to use... So how, how I'm picturing it is, like, if the living room is behind her, my plants are, like, on the porch behind her. And she's, like, facing, like, I'm facing the fridge, and she's kind of at, like, the bar of the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, in the like in the living room area, kind of. Yeah. So I'm going to have the plants from behind her, like, shoot towards. Okay. Um, so that would be plant growth, and the more the merrier, because... Yeah, yeah. That's the whole apartment. Eight. Eight? Okay. So the, the plants, like, lash out and wrap around her arms, but the arm with the dragon tattoo just tears through and she reaches out towards you and 
like the uh, this spectral dragon is like coming off of her hand, and so it spirals out towards you with its jaws open wide. Um, her punch has been slowed because of like the plants and stuff, but she still like manages to clomp down on your arm, and even though this thing doesn't seem to have any mass, you still feel fangs pierce into your arm. You take a um, pierced two status, and you add that to your injury. So if I already have a two, that would step it up to a four, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So she, like, reaches over, grabs you with the dragon bite, and then, like, yanks her hand backwards and pulls you through, like, the little looky-loo or window or whatever in from the kitchen into the living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like, pulls you through and, like, throws you, and you go, like, I don't know, crashing onto the couch or onto, like, some coffee table or something. Or maybe even to, like, your entertainment system with all your, like, Robin Hood trophies mm-hmm, and things. Mm-hmm. And, like, throws you into it and, like, sends them all scattering to the ground. Is she still, like, coming at me? What is she doing right now? Yeah, so you, like, look up, and she is retracting the dragon into her hand which is still glowing as she marches over to where you are um okay I'm going to I'm going to try to create like a barrier of plants in between me and her so that I can get out okay yeah um what do you think that would be go toe to toe or change the game I don't want to fight her because I don't think I have the strength to win. So I think I changed the game. Because go to... Co- no. Okay, I think, yeah, to escape her would be go toe-to-toe. Okay. But you're trying to create this wall. So yeah. you roll change the game. And then you could add, like, the story whatever tag. tag you come up with to go toe-to-toe. Okay, I'm going to use the same two. Okay. Um, tags. <sighs> I got a four. I got snake eyes. Okay. Um, so you try to conjure up this wall of plants and she sees the plants coming and she like just jumps through the gap before the before they close behind her and so now you're like trapped on the other side of this wall with her and she is going to jump down and do like almost martial arts to like dislocate your arms and things like that um roll of face danger um I'm going to try to create a shield with my vines as she like comes down on me okay so i'll use the same two tags haha dynamite Mm, nice okay so she like jumps through brings up her fist to come down on you her regular fist but the vines wrap around your arm and you lift it up and you feel her punch solid against the plant mass uh but you are protected by it um what you do um i'm gonna push up to try to throw her off of me Okay. Um, uh, that would probably go toe-to-toe. Yeah. The only thing... So I guess would the shield just be like a tag? So just one? Because um, I'm trying to use that as leverage. Like I would say just go her. ahead and do like plant growth. Okay. So just be plus one. Yeah. Dynamite again. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I want to... I'm, how I'm envisioning this is like... I've been thrown back into the inter... Oh, here. I guess I should be on the mic. So I'm thrown back into the entertainment center. The plants come through. They don't work. She busts through. She comes down on me. So I'm still kind of on the ground Mm -hmm. when that happens. So I hit her with the shield and stand up and throw her... Kind of like pin her down 
with the shield so that I have a superior position. Okay. Okay. Um, so what status are you wanting to give her? A pinned. Okay. So uh, go ahead and give me a pinned one. Okay. And you like you pin her to the ground and she reaches up to like grab your arm, but the vines lash out and wrap around her arms uh, because you blocked, dodged, or countered their best attempts. I'm going to use the same vines that are already on my hand to wrap around her to tie her up. Okay. Um, so... Hit with all I've got? Yeah. Okay. Um, plant growth. Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight? Okay. Um, so hit with all you've got. You get... Um, you One, you hit tier equal to power. Uh, so that would be a one. And then you get to choose one of those options. Oh, Maggie. Maggie scared me. So are you are you adding to this um, pinned complication? Yes. Okay. I am. Um, I'm going to... Since I feel like I already have the upper hand, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold her attention. Does that make sense? Holding her attention I... would be like if you wanted to distract her from getting to something or okay, to okay, okay. Yeah, no. Um, so then I'm just going to gain the upper hand and take one juice. Um, okay. So you have one juice. What do you want to do with it? Or you can bank it. I want to bank it. Okay. It just it has to be somehow related to you gaining the upper hand in this fight whenever you use it. Okay. Okay. Um, so you, you're vines wrap around her arms and as you are doing this she hoists with her midsection wraps her feet around you and tries to push down on you uh, with her legs go and roll a face danger um can i add the gain the upper hand juice here so it'd be a plus one well i was gonna say you could add the plus two for your pinned okay uh, because that would impede her trying to get you like that okay um Besides those plus two. Um, seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, you manage to hold it, but she does wrap her arm her legs around you, and she pulls down with her feet. Uh, take a dislocated two status. Uh, so add it to your injuries. So up two ticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are you at now? Um, I have... Two more ticks before I'm out. Okay. So she wraps her legs around you, pulls down with a grunt, and you can feel the muscles strain in your shoulder. Uh, You're still not healed from your fight last night. Right. Or from the fall last night. And so you feel like the tendons and muscles straining as she yanks at your arm. Um, You move. The vines that are already wrapped around her... I want to take those and combine them with the flowers that are still just kind of like chilling on the ground from the barrier that didn't work and pin her against the wall. Okay. Okay. Um, So just the plant growth, the more the merrier. Could I use that juice here? Yeah. Okay, so plus three. Uh, What do you want to like, narratively, what does the juice represent? Um, So the juice represents... Uh, I guess a couple things in my brain. So one, like, it's the same vines that I used to pin her and get in the upper hand originally. And then two, kind of the confidence of, like, 
getting her down has given me that like I'm over you. Okay. You're done. Okay. Um, ten. Ten. Okay. Uh, and what was this? Uh, pinning her to the wall. Oh yeah. So this this was changed the game. So uh, you get juice equal to power. So what did you use? I think you used three. Uh huh. So you get three juice. Uh, and this was a 10 plus, so you can use it on any six of those. I'm going to create a status. Well, I'm going to add to the status of pinned. Okay. So step it up by one? Step it up by one. Okay. I'm so going to... Give a status, one juice. Prolong the effect. Okay. So it's like, it's a lot of plants. Mm-hmm. So she's got like a pretty good wall up against her right now of plants. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm gonna. Can I do like two statuses? Like, could I bump it up two? Yeah, you could. There's a scale of the effect, so it would give you a plus one. Okay, let me do that. By two? Well, the give a status. Okay, okay, okay. And then so scale you, up the effect. You lift her up off the ground. The vines, like, seem to augment your strength as you pick her up and throw her into the wall. Um, and the vines from the wall wrap around her and she struggles and tries to break free but the vines hold her tight and she's just stuck there glaring at you. Who are you and what do you want? You shouldn't have worn that flower crown. It was easy to find you. And if I can find you, anybody can. And guess what? All your friends... We found them, too. I punch her. And we scene transition. So, Rin. Uh, once everybody leaves, you start getting ready for the day. Um, Pablo, oddly enough, is the first to come in. Usually it's Deja. Um, but Pablo comes in, you know, gives you the nod, cracks open a beer, and starts getting to work. Um... A little bit later than usual, uh, Deja shows up. Um, usually she seems very cheerful, um, but she walks in with her earbuds in her ears, goes straight to her desk, and starts typing. Um, what, what do you do today? Do you just focus on working? Do you try to address Deja or Pablo or anything? Hey, Pablo, do you have those uh, reports done that I signed to you last week? Uh, he kind of scrolls through stuff on his screen. Yeah, yeah. You want me to send them to you? Yeah, just go ahead and send them to me. Um, after you do that, I'm going to send you some new stuff. Uh, we're looking at expanding the business, picking up some new clients. Um, you're really just a go-getter, so I think this would just be perfect for you. Hey, thanks, boss. And then as he ducks behind his computer screen, he makes a confused look. Go get her. Takes a sip of his beer and <laughs> sends, the, sends the thanks to you. Hey, uh, Deja, can I uh, see you in my office? Yes, Mr. Pascal. She gets up and kind of strolls into your office. Yes, Mr. Pascal. Um, so about last night, that was um, interesting, I guess you could say. Yeah, um, you could say that. I'm very thankful for your help with um, some of my teammates. We 
don't want to get into too much detail, but we just had, we just, you know, it just didn't end well. You don't have to explain anything to me, Mr. Pascal. I'm just your employee. You're clearly upset by something. Please feel free to express yourself. She thinks for a second, and then she shakes her head. Everything's fine. Um, did you need me to send you any reports or details on accounts or anything? Tasia, I know that we've had some interesting encounters in the past, and I think last night was definitely one of those interesting encounters. Um, it seemed like it wasn't what you were expecting. Uh, I know that you were dressed more intimately. Um, and Rin, and she like shuts the door behind her. Listen. I don't care. You can womanize and flirt with whoever you want, but it's not going to be me, okay? I've worked hard in this field, and I've gotten to where I was because of what you saw in me. And if... I'm not going to let that get in the way of me pursuing my future in this field. So if I'm an employee, I'm an employee. And if you want me to be something else... Well, I can't. Okay? Deja, you are a fantastic employee. And one, I do not womanize people. Why would you... Why would you assume that? I just... And you see, like, a tear start to stroll down her eye and she wipes it away. I've worked too hard. And she turns, opens the door, and walks back to her desk. And you see Ren just kind of like sulk for kind of like the first time really that you've seen him at his desk and he just like hangs his head low and just shakes his head and is like, oh my gosh. How did I end up messing something up that could have just worked? And he just kind of stares emptily um, at his computer just continuing to shake his head and just scoff at himself. Okay. Um, we see a time lapse of the office as, like, time speeds up, and we see all your movements become, like, jittery, and everybody's moving, and we see, like, the sunlight through the blinds, like, transition from uh, one side of the office to the other, from yellow to orange. We see the blinds, you know, splayed out over the office. Uh, closing time arrives. Uh, Pablo... Gets up, Deja gets up at the same time, uh, gets her stuff ready, and she walks to the door. Pablo kind of holds it open for her. And from your desk, you see Deja, like, turn around, and there's, like, this intent to say something, to walk back into your office. But with a sigh, she turns her head and walks out the door. Uh, Pablo closes it, gives you a peace sign, and walks the other way. Um, You... Remain at your computer, you know, typing away, things like that. And you hear the bell ding, 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 jingle on the door. Pablo, you uh, forget your beer again? You look up um, and you see two men standing in your lobby. Um, they have, like, Western gear. Um, you know, the bolo tie, blue jeans, boots. Um, rolled up white seat sleeves and like cowboy hats. Very similar to how Bill dresses sometimes. 
Ren kind of clicks a button on his desk that kind of like slides up the secret lair mm-hmm. um, or secret lab, mm-hmm. um, and he glances at his gun, uh, but is still standing behind his desk and says, "Gentlemen, uh, how can I help you tonight?" They look at you and they like take their hats off and throw them to the side. They look at each other, and then one speaks directly to you. The Golden Flamingo sends its regards. And then you see these tattoos come off his hand and make this sword. And the other, like, makes this knife, and they throw the tattoos at you. Roll a face danger. I'm going to say scanner vision, and then with, um, I don't know how this would work. But I'm, like, imagining that, like, in this moment of just intensity of being able to, I don't know, like, the computer. Because I'm imagining my desk and there's a computer screen there. And, I don't know, either me ducking behind the computer screen or, like, mo- or throwing the computer, like, towards them or something where it blocks stuff. I don't know. So, what tag would that be? I don't know. I was trying to think, like, technopathy or of, like, me connecting with the electronics on my desk and being able to... I mean, technopathy, you could interface with it without actually needing an interface, but, like, as for moving inanimate objects... Or, like, machine possession. um, I mean, same thing with machine possession. Uh, You can't make something move that doesn't, I mean, move. move. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to do scanner vision um, just to see, you know, where the tattoos are coming from and kind of enter the, um, just like seeing the physics of everything and then being able to uh, leap towards my weapon. Okay. So. So what do you got? Plus one? Yeah, just plus one. Okay. Um... Dang, dynamite. Okay. So you, they throw these weapons. You feel them uh, whoosh past you. You hear them whoosh past you. You dive and roll to your gun. You grab it. And as you spin around, you see their two dagger or two, you know, blade weapons embedded in the wall right behind your desk. Uh, What do you do? I pop up behind the desk and just um, pop off. Just two shots. Right okay. Uh, and so I'll use a mobilizing energy and the energy spread shot. Okay. Nine. Nine? Okay. So hit with all you've got. You get um, two. Uh, oh, you're inflicting a tier two status. Mm-hmm. So where are those cards at? Okay. Um... What status are you going to give him? Um, I'm going to take a secure position. Mm-hmm. Um, and then get them good. Okay. Um, so get them good and step it up by one. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so you you level your shotgun. You spray out this cone of energy. Um, it hits both of them and they're like stagger backwards. Uh, and as you secure, your posi- secure a superior position, they, like, flatten themselves against the wall 
leading into your office. So they kind of disappear from view and flatten up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? Um, I'm just going to take a shot at the at the wall where one of them is. One of them are. Would, would me being able to shoot the wall, would I be able to penetrate that to hit one? I don't know, because we've always described your your it's gun like, like energy. as energy, so I don't know if it actually has penetration power. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it would. Okay. I'm going to uh, place my hand on the ground mm-hmm. uh, and just kill the bulbs. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll. I guess it changed the game. And so would that be machine possession or technopathy? Uh, I would say technopathy, yeah. Okay. So just one. Mm-hmm. Five. Five? So. Okay. So you focus, and the bulbs do dim. Uh, they don't go all the way out. Uh, and, in fact, there's a street light on the outside of the... Uh, the uh, office that kind of shines a light into the uh, the office, and so you dim the lights, but not enough to like make it pitch black in here. Mm-hmm. And then those two, uh, the two guys, like pop into the uh, doorway, and you see that they have tower shields. One places at the bottom, and the other places it over, and they start marching into the uh, office with this tower shield stacked on top of each other. Would it be possible to say that maybe um, maybe the energy can't penetrate but it could bounce off a wall? Sure, I think you could you could like somehow angle it to do that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so as they're like marching in, I angle it i guess at the wall here so it just like at the wall to my left Mm -hmm. and so it just hits that and just kind of pops right back to where they are okay go ahead and roll uh what are you gonna add uh immobilizing energy and then the uh, spread shot as well uh i wouldn't say spread shot but i would definitely say your scanner vision because you could like see the angle that you need to pop it off the wall to pop it into them Uh, yeah so go ahead yeah nine Nine? Okay. Um, so you do manage to get it. Let's say you did tier two power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you automatically hit with a tier two. And I'll take a superior position again. Because this is, is this hit with all you got or change the game? This is hit with all you got. Okay. Okay. So you, you pop off a shot. It bounces off the wall and it trajectories into the back of one of the the uh, tattooed guys it hits him in the back and you see him flinch up and as he does the shield retracts into his hand and the cudgel hammer that he was holding retracts into his hand and he seizes up and then he falls over to the ground um and then the guy that is still holding the tower shield sees his buddy fall and then looks at you and starts backing back towards the door uh, I'll take another shot off, and this time, since there's one last guy, I'm aiming it at that back wall, so mm-hmm. it'll just cut back in same place. Okay. Kind of thing. Uh, nine. Okay. Um, so with this shot, 
you bounce it off the wall, and uh, he actually spins around with his shield and catches the bolt before it hits him. But you almost plan for him to do that, and you position your gun again, pull the trigger, and the blue energy hits him right in the spine. You see the energy arc out over his back, and he throws his hands up in slow-motion fashion. The tattoos are tracked into his hand, and then he falls face-first into the doorway. And so as they do that, um, like, thank the Lord I was prepared. Uh, and I go into my secret lab and just... I was going to say that I had, like, shackles or some kind of, like, technology thing. Um, but really, I just grab uh, loose wiring, honestly. Just, like, loose wiring and, like, copper wiring and stuff and just um, tie their hands together and then kind of place them back-to-back with the two desk chairs that I have in, that I have in my office. Um, okay. So you yeah. tie them together with the copper wire back-to-back with the chairs, and then we are going to scene transition. All right, so um, you are at work. Bill drives off to do whatever he's going to go do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, what What are you doing? You're at the bar, right? Yeah. So is James here today? Um, he is going to be. If you wait for him to come, then he, like, shows up at his normal time. Okay. Well, I'm there and, like, obviously still working on the bar at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume that I, like, still have, like, some, like, food and things like that, maybe. Yeah. So, um, I, I piece together, like, a meal of some sort, nothing, like, huge, mm-hmm. um, with some coffee, um, just to kind of, like, get my head wrapped around things and then and then I just get back to work because that's easier than thinking about everything. Okay. So James eventually shows up. Um he takes off his jacket and just gets right into helping you. Um the day passes by uneventfully. I mean you are all working covered in sawdust. Late afternoon starts to roll around, you know, just about the time you call it and mm-hmm. send James home and Mm-hmm. Drive over to Faye's apartment. Um, I'm assuming I'm wearing like a tank top or anything. Am I like, is my shoulder like bruised up or anything? Oh yeah, you have lots of bruises. So I'm just like wondering if James would, I, I mean, I guess that's pretty normal for yeah, me. Yeah, James has definitely seen you with bruises. I don't know if he's ever seen you with one this bad, mm-hmm. um, but he also doesn't really have that sort of relationship to be like, yeah. hey, whoa, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Um. So he, you see him looking up at you maybe sometime during the day, and then he just gets back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so he notices, but he doesn't necessarily say anything about it. Okay. Um, but about the time that you know you're supposed to be wrapping up and stuff, you hear a um, car pull up in front, the door shut, mm-hmm. and then like you see like the silhouette of Bill on the the canvas. And James looks up and says, "Hey, looks like a uh, cowboy friend's here." Yeah. Uh... James, thanks for your help today. You can go ahead and take off. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I'll just grab my stuff. And he walks into the kitchen and starts getting his stuff ready. Um, And as you're standing there, you see another Bill shadow appear on the other side of the canvas. 
I, um, I'm picturing myself like in front of the bar area or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm going to, um, quietly go back behind the bar and I'm thinking that I still have, I'm thinking that I've put my gun. Yeah. I see that bug too. In the um, revolver. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm, I'm getting my, <clears throat> I'm getting my gun, but I'm not going to just like have it out. I'm going to like tuck it in the back of my pants. Okay. So as you're grabbing it and just as you're tucking into the back of your mm-hmm. pants, these two men step into your, bills. yeah, these two bills step into your uh, bar. Um, you can see now why you mistook them for Bill because they're basically dressed just like Bill would be dressed. Mm-hmm. The black vest, the black pants, the boots, the hat, um, even the tattoos all across their arm. Um, they walk in and look around and one of them whistles. <laughs> they did a number on this place. And then they look it over and they see you standing behind the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously not serving any drinks today, guys. No way. We're here for something else. And then, just as you have seen Bill do many times before, these tattoos lash out from their hands, and they form a tower shield with one hand and an axe with the other, and they stand there imposing at the front of your bar. I'm going to take my gun out, Mm -hmm. but not just, like, pull it out and, like, point it at him. I'm just going to, like take it out and put it at my side mm. look guys I don't want any trouble this is my bar I don't know why you're here but I want you to leave if you didn't want any trouble you got involved with the wrong people and then one pivots and takes a shield and digs it into the ground behind him and then his buddy like takes one step two step onto the shield and then Uh, His friend, like, takes a shield out of the ground and boosts him through the air as this dude comes at you with the shield positioned in front of him and his axe held up over his hand, and he brings it down towards you. Roll a face danger. I'm going to use Daddy's fighter to be able to, like, maybe maneuver at this point. Okay. And maybe react before it happens. Yeah. Probably roll horribly because I can't (laughs) roll crap. Nine. Nine. Okay. Okay, wait, but do any of my injured... Oh, things? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're injured. So, so, seven? Seven. Okay. Still, uh, he comes through the air, and you kind of like, I don't know, duck and roll to get away from it. Mm-hmm. So, he misses you with the axe strike as it buries itself into the ground that you had just been working on all day. And he lashes out with a shield and clips you in the side. Um, you take a uh, hurt two status. So he hit me with the shield. <clears throat> mm-hmm. On and the then, same side that my shoulder was dislocated. <laughs> uh, no, let's say the other hip. The other side. Yeah. And you um, said it was a two. Mm-hmm. So, so stepped up by two ticks. Two ticks. That's right. That's empty. Sorry, I don't know why I keep. Um, and then as you're, like, rolling out from behind the bar, the other guy's, like, running around the bar to flank you. Um, so he's 
landed beside me. Mm, like you are, you're both behind the bar, mm-hmm. and then the other guy's like running around the bar long ways to get behind you. So basically, you would be trapped between them two. But he's not there yet. I'm gonna shoot the guy that's on the ground next to me. Okay. What tags are you adding? So, rested, trusted Colt Cobra. Mm-hmm. And Daddy's fighter. Okay. And are my injury? Yeah, that would apply to it. Yeah. So none of that counts. (laughs) Oh gosh, four. Okay, so you. (laughs) I don't know how to work a gun. (laughs) You roll back across the ground. You bring up the gun and you fire it, but the shot ricochets off his the shield on his arm. Um, he stands up and comes at you, and you start trying to get up, and you feel a strong arm on, or a strong hand, like, grab the collar of your shirt and whip you around, and send you crashing into some tables. Uh, roll a face danger. React before it happens in Daddy's Fighter. So I get a, just a minus one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of minus three. Um, six. Six. Okay. Um... He grabs you, slings you backwards, you crash into the tables, and it sends you, you know, the wood scattering everywhere. Uh, You take another two. Actually, no, you take a three. And what is this one called? Um, This is another beat up. Beat up three. So he's crashed me into a table, so the other guy's still back behind the bar, Mm -hmm. and this one is... Like at the entrance to the, the bar. What do y'all want? We want you. Like my life? (laughs) No. Just you. They start approaching you. I'm going to shoot at one of them. Okay. The same tags as before. Daddy Spider. No, the Colt Cobra and Daddy Spider. Okay. I just can't nail a shot to save okay. my life. So Literally. <laughs> they, um, you raise up the gun to shoot, but in the time that you were talking to them, they got too close. One spins around with the shield, knocks the gun out of your hand, while the other lunges forward with the shield and hits you right in your midsection. You take a uh, broken four, or no, a winded four status. But that just adds on to this. Mm-hmm. So it goes up four ticks. Okay, I'm at five. Ooh, okay. So as he hits the gun out of your hand, the uh, the shield comes forward, hits you in your midsection. You double over. The wind knocked out of your... The breath knocked out of your lungs. Uh, you go skidding to the ground. Uh, your injuries ache. Your body is screaming in pain. You try to get back up, and these two enforcers step over you and say... You really should have picked your friends better. And then a boot crashes into your face and everything goes black. Um, go ahead and send in Jaime. Goodness gracious. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Bill, you... I feel uh, naked. You feel naked? <laughs> oh, with nobody here. It just feels weird. It was weird having, like, all these one-on-ones with everybody, not, like, having everybody else here. Um, but anyway, so... You follow the coordinates Jeremiah sent you. Uh, oh, you go God. to the southern part of the park. 
Um, you know, you see people milling about, things like that. All right. <laughs> Did you put your last tick in crack? Yeah. Okay. I think it's about to go down or soon. Okay. okay. I'm at the park. People are hustling and bustling, or is it quiet? Like, are there families, or is it just kind of... Uh, you see families like kid or dads throwing Frisbees to their kids and dogs, uh, people going to and from. Um, I guess I haven't described this scene for you, uh, but the city park is a lot like um, Central Park. Uh, there are businesses that line the whole way around it. It's a very busy area, uh, people coming and going, you know, relaxing, things like that. It is... It is early in the morning, so I don't know why I said dad's throwing frisbees to kids because the kids would be at school. But um, you see, maybe it's like a holiday. No, it's not because, not because she went to school. <laughs> um, I don't know. You you do see some kids. Maybe they're skipping there school. Bef- there are kids that are like young that are at the park usually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so young toddler age children are there with their their parents and pets and things. Um, but yeah, you arrive and I mean you're here. So, I want to role play just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I start heading towards the coordinates. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't expect this to happen, uh, but I, I I pause for a second um, when I see a dad like rolling a ball to his toddler son for him to kick it around, and a mom like sitting there on her phone like recording it and just laughing. Um, because I've been to this park before, and I've been to this park with my family who's really taken a back seat um, lately. And I just, I, 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 I just pause. And I, I kind of like uh, dry my eyes out. I think about them for a little bit. Do we see like a a sepia tone scene of like you, yeah. you not younger but maybe less grizzled and harried by the work that you now do with like your wife and kid? Mm-hmm. We haven't like seen them or had them described on the podcast. So, do you want to describe, describe what they look like? He had black hair. She was like uh, like dirty blonde hair. Okay, and he had dark hair. Like you. yeah, he looked. Okay. He looked like me, but he had his mother's eyes. Because they always do. Yeah, they do. Uh, okay. So you see that scene, uh, and then it fades away. It's like the father keeps playing with his kid. Yeah. And as it fades away, I kind of just straighten up, light my eye off, and uh, and keep walking towards it. Because it's it's also like a gentle reminder that that's why I'm here. Like, that's why I'm listening to this text message at all. Um, and so it's kind of a nudge into, uh, my mission. Okay. So I head towards the coordinates and what do I, okay. Uh, the coordinates are, should I think in Australian? I shouldn't think. (laughs) Um, but there's a bench and like right next to it is like the typical, like picket, uh, casing around a garbage can. Hmm. I guess it wouldn't be the first time I dumpster dived. I just get in there. Okay. Um, 
you do you get in there um you start digging around looking for a package there's just a lot of refuse a lot of food garbage a lot of discarded coffee cups mm. there's nothing that looks like a package in here <sighs> so my spidey sense tingling <laughs> <laughs> as as you're digging through and kind of like maybe cursing underneath your breath to yourself like people are walking by looking at <laughs> you like waist like bent over into this uh trash can I guess I'll text Jeremiah. What what does the package look like? All I'm finding is trash. Sin. Um, he texts back, uh, brown parcel, rectangle, has a little bit of a weight to it. I, I keep looking. You'll yeah. find it. All right, so I call him. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> what? Wait. What is my? What is my ring sound? I've made it like a million times. Ring, ring. You have reached the office of the Golden Flamingo Snake. Casino. Snake. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> I didn't give it to you doing it first. I got it, though. Uh, you get his voicemail. He takes back, in meeting, busy, did you find package? It's not here. So. Okay. You wait a minute, two minutes, a few minutes pass by, you get a new text with coordinates deeper into the forest. Or, not the forest, but the park. Okay. I just go. Okay. So you take a little hike going through. Um, you get to the coordinates. It's just nothing. Like it is a, there's walkways that go through the park. And this is just a forest trail that weaves its way through the park. Um, you get there and there's nothing around but gravel and trees. Are there at least flowers for me to look at? There are flowers for you to look at. Okay. I'm just going to text him. So what's going on? Then question mark. Okay. So as you send that text, um, you hear a movement in the bushes behind you. Tower shield. <laughs> okay. You bust out tower shield. Um, you see one of your coworkers step out from behind a tree. Oh, she's the worst. Not Jesse. Um, this is just some Paul is what we'll name him. Uh, he's dressed very similar to you, like all the male employees are. Uh, he leans up against the tree and tips his hat. Bill? Paul, what the hell are you doing here? <sighs> My job, Bill. <laughs> Not going to make it easy. For what it's worth, man, I never, never wanted it to be you. I shoot first. <laughs> okay, he he takes off his hat and he's about to throw it to the side, but go ahead and go. I'll charge him. Okay. I have a tower shield out. Okay. What tags are you using? Uh, I'm going to use tattoo tower shield and blunt force trauma and kneecapper. So I'm just... Okay. Boom! boom! Oh, this guy's going to be super strong. <laughs> Oof. Nine. Nine? Okay. So uh, how many tags did you add? Three? Mm -hmm. 
you hit them with a tier three status, uh, and then you get to choose one of those. One of them? Yeah, one of them. You take cover or secure a superior position. So I'm going to boom, and I'm going to like parry steps to where I'm I'm at an angle with the shield between me and him. Okay. So you rush into him as he's taking off his hat. You deck him in the chest. You send him flying uh, through the shrubbery. You hustle and position yourself in between you and him. And he's holding his chest. You can see blood, like, coming out of his mouth uh, just because he, like, bit his lip or something. He spits. I didn't want it to be personal, Bill. But goddamn it, you son of a bitch. And then you hear rustling in the um, bushes behind you. Uh, and even before you can turn, you feel a tattoo weapon slamming into your spine. Is this like for a counterattack or for like uh, what's happening? This is this is him coming up trying to hit you in the back. How do you dodge it? The guy I just knocked down? No. Hold oh, another Russell. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna use my tower shield since it's already out. Okay. I'm gonna use my. So I hear the Russell, right? Mm-hmm. So that theoretically I would have time. To... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, okay. So I'm gonna use. This is gonna be. I just need you to track with me. Tell me if this makes sense. So I'm using my tower shield. I want to actually faint with it. Mm-hmm. So like, if I hear the rustle directly behind me, I want to faint this way. And while I'm fainting, I want to use stealthy to like craft a um. What's it called? Like a morning star. Okay. So like a mace with a chain. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who's back there or what's back there, but I I want to faint with the shield to distract while I'm crafting the morning star. Mm-hmm. Then I want to whip it around. Okay. So you like it, it, partially partially to like hit the person, but also because it's an offensive motion with a defensive purpose. Okay. So like the swing itself, if something's coming at me, would be knocking it out of the way. But if it hits them, I'm okay with that too. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So plus three? Yeah. Okay. So what do you roll? So that'd be a nine again. Okay. So you spin and you faint and you swing around with this morning star. Like as you're spinning with this fist, it is crafting in your hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, His hit still connects, not with your spine, Mm -hmm. but it like clips you in the hip. You take a uh, beat up two status. Um, And then... um, you're spinning around and you look right into the face of another one of the Golden Flamingo Casino employees. And as you're spinning, you see two more rushing through the forest towards you. I did not realize today was an office party. Um, I guess I'm the guest of honor and I just charge at them. Like, I don't. If okay. they're going to beat me up, I'm going to get my hits in, man. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. Um,. So, tattoo tower shield, basic weapons, and uh, kneecapper. I feel like that's just my, like, fighting thing. Yeah. Um, I should just rename it to, like, street fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, I'll use those three. Most three. Okay. And don't forget to take minus two yeah. for your injury. Okay. So, you got Because it's one. a physical. Yeah, yeah. Injury. I'm going to... How are they running at me? Uh, so... Paul is on the ground behind you. We'll say Russell is the one you heard wrestling. Hit you in the back, or hit you in the hip, so he's like right there in front of you. And then over to your left, you see those two other ones rushing, 
<laughs> running towards you. We'll call them Cody and Xavier. Are there any like um, alleyways or stairs or tree like? You you're out in the middle of the park right now. It's this part of the park is very heavily wooded. Uh, the only man-made structure is the gravel path that you had been walking on. So there's no place for me to get like a bottleneck. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to get surrounded from all sides. Dang it! Okay. Yeah, I just need to go through them. Um, all right, I'm just gonna charge. I'll attack the one on the right because I can't attack multiple people. All right. I mean, if I hit hard enough, I can. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Okay. So plus three, hit with all I've got. Yeah. At some point, till I collapse is going to come into it, but I feel like that's probably going to be more defensive. Oof. So eight minus two. Six. Well, no, it's a plus one because you added three and then you minus. Two, so it's a plus one. Okay, I was just so, doing it the other way. I was doing eight minus two plus three, but it's just a plus one. Yeah. Same, same result. Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so nine. nine. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so hit with all you've got. You hit them with I tier three status, and you want to get many of them. Okay, so how do you do that? Um, oh, yeah, I could just narrate this. Mm-hmm. So I'll say I charge at the one on the right and just, like, pummel him with my shield. And, like, as I'm going through him and he's kind of bouncing off of it, I'm going to come around and swing with the Morning Star and not hit the mic <laughs> uh, and just clobber him with the Morning Star. So, and the reason I narrate it kind of like leaving myself open is because I don't get a superior position. It's just me kind of going, ah. Okay. So you hit the one guy with the shield in your right and then you lash out with your mace, uh, catch the other dude, like, in the jaw. You feel it connect solid, uh, and like he falls away. But the other guy that you didn't hit keeps running straight at you. The one behind me? No, no, no. There were two running at you from this side, and so you hit like one of them, and then the other one keeps charging at you. Uh, and he jumps through the air. Hmm. I hit many of them though. I hit both. That was. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. Since you left yourself open to attack, yeah. I'm narrating it like one got through to still hit you. Gotcha. Because like you get hit all of them, and then they're like, well, we got you again. Yeah. So I'm just going to narrate it like you I hit him, and then you hit him, and then this guy still gets through. Um, collectively, all of this damage is going towards them. Right. So like you dealt damage to all three of these guys and him too because he's part of this group. Gotcha. Um, so he jumps forward, brings his hands up over his head, and you see like this spear form in his hands, and he's going to try to bring it down on you. Uh, face danger. Alright. So I collapse and tattoo tower shield. I take I take a minus two physically, right? Mm-hmm. Eight. Ugh. Eight? Okay. So he comes down with this weapon. Uh, it doesn't pierce, like, your stomach as he was aiming for it, but he still, like, clips the side of your leg. Uh, you take a cut two status. Wait. No, cut three status. I so stepped he like, down. Hmm? On a seven to nine, I stepped it. You did, yeah. Okay. So it, it was a three. It would have been a four, okay. but now it's a three. Um, so it cuts into your leg, doesn't hit any vital areas, but you feel the sting of, oddly enough, the tattoo weapons that you have made many times before cut into the outside of your thigh. So you explained this earlier, but does it step it up to a three or does it step it up three ticks? 
What are you at right now? Two. Two? So it would step it up to a three. So if the number that I give you is bigger than the number you have right now, you step it up to that. Gotcha. If it is less than that, you step it up by that many ticks. Okay. So where are you at now? Three? Yeah. Okay. So he stabs the side of your leg with mm-hmm. his spear. Uh, one dude is like reeling away from getting hit with the tower shield. The other guy's clenching his jaw. You can hear, I can't even remember the name we gave him, struggling to stand up uh, behind you. Paul. Yeah, Paul. Struggling to stand up behind you. Uh, so really, they're all four on each side of you. But three are in much worse shape than the other. I'm going to go after the one person I haven't like hit yet. The second, Russell. Okay. You did hit Russell. Russell was the one you hit in the face with the shield. Um, that was Paul. Xavier was the one that hit you with the spear. Okay. He's dead. I'm adding three. Oof. Yeah. So six. six. Okay. Let's say you like kick out with your feet uh, and you like make these daggers come to point with the sole of your shoe and you like lash out at him. But he pivots backward. Uh, you find no purchase and he's going to swing up with his spear at the same time that um, Russell uh, swings at you again with his uh, cudgel. Um, roll of face danger. It's not a bad roll. It's yeah. just a minus three roll. Yeah. So and then you're... Five. So a five? Okay. So he hits you with a uh, a four. So the spear tip, like, catches you in the jaw and slices up your cheek, and the cudgel hits you in the other hip, and you kind of twist, uh, not falling down to your knee, but, like, your leg buckles out from underneath you, um, but you're not you're not down yet. So that both of their attacks just bumped me up to a four? Mm-hmm. All right. Because really, they're just one. Mechanically, they're one character. Gotcha. It's just like a, it's a boss fight, but mechanically, they're one character. Yeah. I mean, not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so there's two people who just attacked me. Mm-hmm. Xavier and who? Um, Xavier and Russell. And then Paul is getting to his feet, and uh, Cody is... Holding his dislocated jaw. Nice. So what did he do with my foot? Uh, you just like kicked out with it and missed, and then uh, Russell hit you with the club, and like you steadied yourself with your feet. So they're both underneath you, but they're like bent and a little buckled. Okay. A little off balance. Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna add till I collapse into my offensive rolls. Okay. Because I am. Getting there. Mm-hmm. I'm going super soon. So plus four with a minus four? Yeah. Okay. Eight. Eight? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you get a status of one. So you But I don't I don't step it up. I'm try I'm gonna secure a superior position, but I wanna do it narratively. Mm-hmm. So I think what I'm gonna do is um form springs, I, I guess. And then um like jump into like through him not through him like like towards him bowling bull rushing him over yeah i want to bull rush him over and then get up, like into a tree or near a tree where i kind of have like one of my sides at least blocked off okay. um from attack okay and so I, the way i want to do it is like bull rush through him get next to a tree plant my tower shield 
on the side of my tree where my back's going to be facing, and then turn around to where like my side and my back uh, are in cover, and then just kind of <laughs> go a little while, like beat my chest. Okay. Say, well, who brought the kike? Okay. So know. you you rush forward. You bowl over him with your shield. He collapses underneath you. You roll over him using your shield for momentum. You create the springs on your feet. You bounce up right as you see Paul and Xavier rushing uh, towards you. Uh, you jump up into a tree. You plant yourself firmly against the tree. You say, who brought the cake? And then Paul and Xavier rush at you and you take your shield and sweep the legs out from underneath them and bring it up. And then... Um, like just as Cody is coming to his senses, you whip out with your mace and hit him on the other side of his jaw, knocking it back the other way. And so all four of them kind of collapse into this pile, and you like bring your mace up above your head to like bring the finishing blow. And Paul like raises his hand and says, "But please, you gotta understand, all our families—they have all our families. He does. He just wants you." The fight has drained out of their bodies. Cody is definitely unconscious. I'm going to spit the blood out of my mouth. Well, if he wants me, why didn't he come get me? He wants to make an example of you. And your friends. <laughs> I take off. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and send Carrie back in here. So, Esther, uh, you come back to your senses, but everything is still dark. Um, you move your head, and you can feel something on your face. Uh, these speckles of light come through and kind of dance in your eyes, uh, and you try to reach, but you feel your hands tied. Um, all of a sudden, a bag is torn away from your face. You're in some sort of industrial room. Like, lockers are all around you. Um, you see one of the guys that walked into your um, bar is holding the bag that was over your head, and another is at the door. Um, a man in dark clothes has his back turned to you. Um, you look around, the only light coming is from, like, this um, conical, like, light fixture hanging down from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. uh, very eerie dark lighting. Um, this man has his hands clasped behind his back. And without turning to you, he says, Miss Black, you have made poor decisions in your life that have led you here and now. I assume you're going to tell me what those are. <laughs> he turns. One, meddling in my business. Two, leading one of my top dogs astray. Three, and he reaches out with these lanky arms and places his hands on the, uh, the armrests of your chair and leans in towards you. He has a very dark skin. Um, he's dressed in all black. There is a bolo tie affixed to his neck, but it's a skull. 
I'm pushing back in my chair like as much as I can mm-hmm. as he's he, getting closer to And me. he gets closer and closer, inches from your face. He says, and three is making me mad. Miss Black, I'm sorry that you knew Bill, but not as sorry as you're about to be. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions. We will be back with our next episode, the last episode of Season 1, on July 30th. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can get up-to-date information about the show, what we're planning to do, or you can just talk to us because, you know, we like you and we want to talk to you. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products on sonofoak.com. And don't forget, whenever you buy the Core Will Book, to use the discount code MISTCONCEPTIONSFAN, all one word, all lowercase, to get $5 off your purchase. The music you heard at the beginning of this episode, and we'll hear here in a little bit, was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at AaronWharton.net. And that is it for this week's episode of Misconceptions. We thank you so much for joining us on this ride. Thank you for helping us reach our first stretch goal. And thank you for making this just a rewarding show to work on. We'll see you back next week. And remember, keep it nerdy, y'all.